Hello, and welcome back to the Solid Podcast, where unfortunately we have to talk about your St. Louis Battlehawks falling to 2-1 and one to the D.C. Defenders, the Jordan Tamu-led D.C. Defenders. Uh, they fall 34-28. to 28. Man, man oh man, lots of... Lots to kind of digest there in that last that last five minutes of ball. There was, I guess, looking at it. Let's look at it. Start start from uh, from from back to front. Okay, extreme fighting league. That's what that was. I I would, I would simply maybe maybe not try to to beat the hell out of the guy with my fists. Um, at the end of the game, we never really saw it. They did. They did a pretty good uh, theater of the mind. That 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 dummy Dean Dean Blandino uh, talking about how he saw uh, Brian Hill throwing punches at at that other guy number forty three, the uh, the the big big linebacker, strong safety guy that the defenders had. He did pretty good theater of the mind, telling us that uh, he saw him throwing punches. Maybe don't. Uh, maybe don't do that. Uh, if you if you wanna if you wanna if you wanna kind of hit the guy, then you should you should do that when um, the play's going. That's what I would do. I'm not you know I'm not a running back, um, but that's what I would do. Uh, that was that was a lot. That was a lot. Um, kudos to that to that ref for actually doing something good this game and uh, being able to uh, correctly uh, call that out with the with the three with the three people getting uh, getting getting the boot from the game. I don't know what that means. Um, I know um, sometimes uh, in in other in other leagues, whether it be college or NFL, they could get uh, kicked out of the ga- the next game or uh, like the next half in college ball. Not entirely sure what they're going to do with the XFL here. This is the first time that we've seen it. I think um, still, you know, not a great look. Not a great look, and it otherwise. Pretty interesting and pretty pretty entertaining football game. Kind of a bummer that that they ended that with uh, everybody trying to beat the shit out of each other. Again, maybe not the move. Uh, and then <laughs> and then and then number seventy three on the defenders taking the flag. I guess I I didn't see it. Again, they didn't they didn't do a whole lot of replays, which I would have liked to see. Uh, but uh, they actually didn't do a whole lot of replays this entire game, which was kind of uh, frustrating. But I would have really liked to see a. Uh, a defensive lineman take the flag from a ref and throw it because that that's hilarious. If you're going to get kicked out of a game for something, make it that because that is that is that is very that is objectively a funny thing to do. It was like uh like it was uh, how many years ago that was when uh, Travis Kelsey took off his shoe and threw it at a ref. That was funny. It, with him, he's he's a moron, but uh uh grabbing a grabbing a flag from a ref is that's that is a funny thing to do so if you're gonna take any light in this loss the you there's a there's a handful of things that were good there's a handful of things that were good but just to just to cap it off with <laughs> with a guy taking a, a flag from a ref and throwing it that's funny okay that is a funny thing to do the other guys are are beating each other up and, and you're like no 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 that's a foul I gotta call it I, I that's that takes moxie 
that takes Moxie, and he might end up winning the Kaka of the week on on Wednesday when I do my my my, uh, my recap for this game. Again, this is just a reaction. I don't know if I said that. My name's Jake. This is a solid podcast. This is the reaction to that uh to the game that we just witnessed on. Uh, it started at noon on March fifth. It is now three thirty. Trying to do this kind of an instant reaction as uh, as much of an instant reaction to that game as possible. I might not exactly have all of the facts right here. I'll have to go back and watch the game again as I do. Um, so I'm kind of just flying off the seat of my pants here talking about this. So that's that's an easy place to start. Uh, and then going back before that, we had, oh, uh, we had the uh, the A.J. McCarron kind of did an arm punt there. It, I, I would, It was a good throw. It was a good throw. He didn't see that safety come cruising over the top. Uh, to grab that, that was a good defensive play on that guy. Uh, that was a good defensive play on him, so I, I can't fault him for that. Um, there's a few few deep shots that I would absolutely fault AJ McCarron for, but that one seemed, seemed like a good idea. Uh, defenders get the ball back. Uh, they try just pushing up the guy. It was very reminiscent, you know what it was? It was very reminiscent of that um, the Bills-Vikings game earlier this year. Was that on? Was that? Was that uh was that on Thanksgiving? It might have been the thanks no. I don't think it was on Thanksgiving. Whatever game it was, it was that it was that really good game between the Vikings and the Bills went to overtime. Josh Allen fumbled the ball on uh when he was trying to get it out of the uh off the one yard line. It was very reminiscent of that. Uh, but that you know, it worked. It worked because uh, uh, there are some people in the world that uh, took Battlehawks plus seven and a half points on the live line. Um so that was very helpful for some people that um, did that and thank you. I have to say for the, for as the as the 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 voice piece, the voice the mouthpiece the mouthpiece for those people. So that was good. Ended up uh, who ended up catching that ball? I have my notes here. I don't have it to that page. Duh, 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 duh. Um, I believe was that who was that? It was the guy that I don't like that they put him in spots that often. Um, Stephen Mitchell. It was Stephen Mitchell. Uh, caught that that uh, kind of like little fade to the uh, to the uh, back left corner of the end zone. Then caught the extra point too. Like that. Good for him. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna use that to kind of get into this offense. I don't like. I don't like a lot of things. But what I just like in general as a human being, I don't like a lot of things. But in this game specifically, and with this team, I don't like that we are in week three. And we are um, still trying to assess the value of receivers. I don't like that. I don't like that because there are guys that are good on this team. There are guys that are good on this team. There are guys who are not good on this team. Um, let's put the playmakers on the field, okay? Let's do that. This has kind of been a frustrating thing for me for the past nine months because with the Eagles the Eagles will put Kenny Gainwell in on the field in crucial third down uh, plays and they would draw up plays where Kenny Gainwell specifically would get the ball I didn't like that because the Eagles had AJ Brown uh Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard who could also be on the field who are better playmakers that could get the ball and do better things with it so what's frustrating to me here is that, I don't know, maybe it's the uh, second drive of the game hypothetical, just the second drive of a game, and uh, you're throwing a ball to some guy named Mike Hampton, or I don't know if it's maybe there's a different guy named Giovanni uh, uh, Haskins. You're throwing the ball to them, and then they slip and fall uh, because um, it wasn't like a bad field. I was about ready to just jump all over D.C. for having uh, two football fields uh, in, a, in a single city with absolutely terrible turf, um, but it seemed like it wasn't that big of an issue because nobody else really slipped. 
My point is, throw the ball to the people that are good. You've got Darius Shepard, who turns out pretty good player, pretty good ball player. On the kick returns? Oh, buddy. Hell yeah. Keep doing that. Like, we haven't seen we haven't seen any real, like, special teams plays at all. I mean, we had the one, at least kick returns, I should say. When we when we played the, uh, the, the Sea Dragons last week, they had that muff punt, and that was a really good special teams coverage. Uh, but we haven't seen any good kick returns, really. And Darius Shepard had two. The man had two. And then he also caught the ball five times for 51 yards. Longest catch is 20 yards. Keep me, keep Feed me those big plays. I love that. Good for you, Darius Shepard. We got Darius Shepard. We got Hakeem Butler, who, hands up, uh, I was wrong about. I was wrong about. I said uh, I said last week that, uh, well, first I believe I said that he's not a reliable person, and then I immediately walked that back because that seems a little bit harsh. Then I said that he wasn't a reliable receiver. Hands up. That's on me. Very reliable. Good on Hakeem Butler. That that drive that drive uh, in the, at the end of the uh, the the first half. Uh, two minute warning. All right, this is how that drive went down. Two minute warning. Uh, Hakeem Butler for nine yards. Hakeem Butler for twenty yards. Hakeem Butler for six yards. Hakeem Butler for twenty one yards. Throw it to Brian Hill for five yards. Who did good this game until he started trying to beat people? Uh, and then Hakeem Butler for two yards for a touchdown. And then the extra point. McCarron gets sacked because the uh, uh, tackles are bad. Okay, but Hakeem Butler, let's focus on him. This guy can ball, man. This guy can ball. He knows how big he is, and I love that. You know how this is how he knows how big he is because there was, I think it was on the first twenty-yard catch or maybe it's his, his twenty-one-yard catch, but he caught that ball. He like pull like he has like a safety or a, whoever it was that was like on the inside of him. He takes the ball away from his inside, puts it into his hand on his outside, and just extends it. He's like, oh, this guy fully understands who he is. That was great. He did great. That's a that's a, a Hakeem and AJ sitting in a tree. P-A-S-S-I-N-G. That was great. That was, the, the, he did great. He got nine receptions for 105 yards. One touchdown long was uh, uh, 21 yards. Love that for him. So, two receivers that we know of that are that are, that are talented. Hakeem Butler, Darius Shepard, um, Austin Prohl. Uh, only got two targets, this, uh, only got three targets, only made two receptions. The one, again, I'm not entirely sure he's dropped the ball. Okay, you could argue that he could have made a play on the ball in that in that fourth quarter there that got underthrown to him. You could argue that he should have caught that, and that's probably you would probably win that argument. But everything that's that he's missed or that he hasn't caught has been a ball that is not great. Any either way, Austin Pearl two for twelve on three targets. That's good. Marcel Aitman was very quiet this game. I still do like him. Um, he's just another huge body. They, I think they brought it up on the on the uh, on the broadcast. It's not a fast team. We don't have a fast team. We have a big guys. So make sure you get those big guys on the field. Instead of pretending like you're fast guys, you're Giovanni Haskins, you're Mike Hamptons. Instead of acting like those guys are are uh, 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 reliable, let's not play with ourselves. Let's not do that. Maybe we just give the ball to the guys who are big bodies, who are what this offense is going to run on. Another big body, an incredibly underutilized position in this offense, Jake Sutherland, the tight end. Wide open. What a great play that was! What that that was very reminiscent. I'm talking about the uh, the 23 yard touchdown after the first Darius Shepard 72 yard uh, uh, return. Jake Sutherland does it, it was very again it was very reminiscent of a thing in the NFL like where and this is the thing that works for tight ends is when when Travis Kelsey would fake a block because you always see especially in the playoffs like when they're playing when the Chiefs were playing the, uh, the Jaguars. 
you you saw you saw Travis Kelsey getting open all the time, and in that Jaguars game, he caught 14 passes. You're like, why would they not cover this guy? And it's because he would always fake these blocks and then just go right down the middle of the field, stick right on a seam, find a spot a spot in coverage, and then catch the ball and move. And in this case, he didn't. Jake Sutherland didn't have to find a spot in 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 coverage. It's because all these guys were pressuring pressuring uh, AJ McCarron. He just faked the block, went right. Not a person in his zip code caught the ball. Twenty three yard touchdown. Never been easier. So very underutilizes the tight end. So what we're talking, we got one Hakeem Butler, two Darius Shepard. Um, Brian Hill was pretty good with his hands too. Caught all four passes. Uh, so that's three. Uh, Jake Sutherland four. Stephen Mitchell, you know. I'm, I could be convinced. I could be convinced. I'm not convinced. Um, so that's four and a half. Um, Austin Pearl, five and a half. Marcel Aitman, uh, I don't know what they don't see in him. I would like to see more. So we're talking six and a half guys, but they're trying to get it to people that are not that, not not running good routes, slipping and falling. I would like, I don't like that they're, that the Battle Hawks are still trying to evaluate players and find out who they need to use in specific situ- situations. So that is very frustrating to me. That was, that was kind of the downfall of this offense today, is that they're p- putting people in position where they didn't need to be. Some of, some of these play schemes that they were using, like the very first, the very first drive, the play calling, it was a first down run for two yards, second down run for uh, negative three yards, and then a third down screen for five yards. And then they punted. That's bad play calling. You have the first 15 plays of your game scripted out. That's what teams do. They have 15 plays scripted out so they can run those. And this is the first three that they picked? Buddy, I don't know about that. That was bad. You need to make sure that you're using your guys in a situation that they're going to be successful in. And this this game really kind of showed that. Now, when they were on, buddy, they were on. That Hakeem Butler drive was perfect for it. They used Hakeem Butler for the exact uh, specific purpose that he's there for. To catch balls and to just move afterwards. And they weren't like... Like, he, he wasn't making, like, contested catches. They were He was taking advantage. Him and AJ were taking advantage of what the defense was showing him, and it really worked. And then when they tried to force things, when they tried to force uh, some out routes, when they tried to force deep shots at the end of the game, when AJ was getting a little bit too big for his boots, um, trying to trying to throw some of these deep balls, um, it didn't work. So if they just play fluid, they're going, they're going think good things are going to happen. That's what happened. That's what worked for them in that week one comeback, is that... Um, uh, San Antonio was was playing soft prevent coverage and only rushing three guys, dropping uh, dropping eight into coverage. They were taking advantage of that. They 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 took advantage of not having a pass rush on them. Gave AJ some time. Took it picked apart that defense. Moved down the field twice. That was really good. Today they didn't do that. They they really kind of tried to force force things. And I understand that 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 uh um. The who did we just play? The defender's defense kind of makes you force those things because uh, your boy Doctor Heat, your Greg with three G's, Greg Williams does that with his defenses. He puts pressure on on the offense. I get that, but you still, man, you got it. You got to take what they're giving you, and with that defense, they give you a lot. Now that offensive line blocking was very bad. It always seemed like every single time, which is four times that AJ got sacked, four four sacks for uh, for 23 yards. Sure seemed like every single time, sure did seem like it. Sure seemed like every single time it was a right tackle or a left tackle picking him up off the ground. Buddy, you shouldn't be picking him up off the ground. You should be blocking for him. 
I'm glad that you've got arms that are strong enough to lift a grown man who's smaller, but you got to make sure you use those arms to block a grown man. You, you idiot. You you guys, I told you, I told you going into this game, it was going to be do or die for this uh, for these tackles, and they died. They died horrifically. That was four sacks for 23 yards. I believe is AJ up to 10 sacks for the year, maybe 11 sacks. He's been sacked a lot of times, and it is strictly due to those guys. Okay, so offense... I, they did good things, but buddy, when it was bad, it was bad. Like there was like that, that's, it was really, I'm trying to think it, that, that first, I think the first half as a whole, they played pretty well. They, I think that first half as a whole, they played pretty well. And then that second half, they just died. They really, they really just died. They couldn't get anything going. The pass rush was affecting them more than it was in the first half. It was, it was a tough second half. Let's, let's see what I'm going to look this up real quick. This website is quite terrible. So let's look at these uh, these these offensive drives. Three play, four yard punt ended in a punt. Uh, two plays, four yards ended in the pick six. Okay, that that was that was gnarly. Um, that was not on AJ. That was very clearly on whoever that that receiver was. But that's a what's that? Um, I mean, it's a that's a seven point swing right there. So that's that that's the difference in the game right there. Uh, then they got a touchdown, eight plays, 73 yards, good. Missed a field goal after a fumble. That's another thing. That's another thing I wanted to touch on. If you're going to get a defense that's going to get you the, your offense the ball back, man, they're not taking advantage of these. I don't think they have taken advantage of a of a turnover yet this year. They get these balls back with short fields. Like, I, And I, I look at it, I'm like, well, at this point, I'm expecting them not to score. I'll, I'll tell you right now, after Darius Shepard got that really good kick return, that's the first 72-yard kick return, I was like, well, they're not going to score here. They don't score on these short fields. They only score when they have these eight-play, 73-yard drives. But sure enough, they did on one play there, so that was pretty good. I was wrong there. But after every fumble, every turnover, I'm like, man, I just don't believe in them. So, yeah, uh, fumble, uh, DC fumbled the ball. Um, the first one that, uh, uh, what was the guy's name, Armstead? had i can't believe they kept playing him um he fumbles the ball uh, uh battlehawks get the ball back miss a field goal a 53 yard field goal uh if you're counting donny hagman is now under 50 percent for field goals if you aren't counting i'm gonna let you know what his percentage is gonna be because it is not good my friend they missed the field goal uh dc gets the ball back uh uh, uh armstead fumbles again Battlehawks get the ball, go 48 yards, get to the three-yard line, and then fumble. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. That's a seven-point play, too. That's a seven-point turnover, man. And that was bad. That was bad. That was a terrible handoff. I can't remember if it was Brian Hill or if it was Mateo Durant, but whoever it was reached for that ball rather than letting it go, like, go into, like, his body. He reached for it, never got a hand on it, fumbles. Oh, that was, that was bad. That was, like, that was gutting. Especially if that to happen as the first the first drive of the second quarter, not a good start. So they fumble that one. Um, DC punts, Battlehawks punt, DC punts, Battlehawks punt, DC punts. That punter's good, man. That punter's good. That DC punter, what was the dude's name? I wrote it down somewhere. Uh, Daniel Whalen, he's also up there for the Kaka of the week. What a what a leg, what a leg on that fella. Get him on a get him on a on an NFL roster. That was great. There's a lot of people that need punters. Um, okay, and then uh, Battlehawks score a touchdown, nine plays, 75 yards. Uh, that was phenomenal. That was the uh, Hakeem Butler one, and then halftime, okay? So let's see. In that second quarter alone, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight drives, eight different possessions, um, and Battlehawks' longest one was 
three. I don't know. It was it was they they were doing good. They were doing good in that in that first half until they weren't. I guess that the two consecutive punting drives followed or preceded by a fumble. Not not great, but they did score a touchdown at the end, and that's kind of a that's a good that's a good way tying it up going into halftime. That's a good way to do that. Going into the third quarter, third quarter was a short quarter. Um, the uh, the defenders had the ball for a little over ten minutes there. Battlehawks just had two drives. One of those was a touchdown, the two play twenty five yard uh, touchdown. That was good. Um, that was after the uh, that was the one that was after the Darius Shepard uh, uh, great return, the first great return. Um, DC answered. Battlehawks fumbled again. That was brutal. Um, I don't know, man. It was just that second half. That second half really gutted them. That second half really gutted that offense. Um, don't think I have anything else. I feel like I'm just kind of like talking over the same things on the offense. The defense. The defense, on the other hand, the defense played really well in that first half too. Okay, they 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 did great. I was really afraid of the uh, De'Eric King. De'Eric King. Um, I was really afraid of him. They played him really well in that first half. They they were reading everything that he did. They, that was that was a that was a very that was a very good. Uh, that first that that first drive that De'Eric King came in, it just went negative. Almost got him for a safety too. That was really good. I really liked that. That was a good thing to see. It was just the stopping of the run, dude. Like I told you, this going into this game, I guess that Lucky Jackson, dude, that guy was. They can't cover that man for nothing. They so so. I want to say that it was just a run, but this looking at the passing yards. Um, Jordan Tamu, which this was easily his best game of the season, eleven for twenty. Uh, Zero sacks, 196 yards. Uh, Derek King, guy who doesn't throw, who's not supposed to throw the ball, uh, went three for three and it got a touchdown too. That was brutal. That lucky Jackson man, he just kept getting open on the outside. I think that was Elijah Hamilton that was covering him, and he just couldn't do anything about it. Like if you're going to play this defense, this defense is predicated on being able to keep things short, and if anything goes long. You don't let him have it, and this guy—they didn't just let him have it. They—they they gifted it to him. Like they gave, like he was wide open on some of these catches. That was brutal. Uh, when the pressure was getting to uh, uh, DC's quarterback, whoever it was, it was really affecting them passing wise. And that was the thing is that it seemed like in that first quarter, at least uh, uh, what the defense was doing when 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 DC could drive, they were respecting, especially on that first drive, they were really respecting Jordan Tamu's legs. They were really respecting. It, it was kind of to a detriment because they weren't pressuring him at all. Um, but when they did pressure him, they were, I mean, they were getting home. They were getting hits on him. They were making him throw quick or uh, rushed passes. They were making him miss. But whenever they weren't doing that, whenever they're like, okay, this guy is going to take off now, that's when things kind of melted down for him. Um, looking at rushing yards, that was brutal too. That's where, that's kind of where this game did die was those last two drives with Reichel, uh, Armistead, and Abraham Smith. Um, Smith got 16 carries for 54 yards. That was brutal. Uh, Raquel Armistead, even though he fumbled the ball, still got 11 carries for 51 yards. All in all, they got 136 yards with their with their quarterbacks too. That that was gutting. I mean, that's where this game uh, uh, lived and died for them. I guess they did again. They did have those lucky Jackson um, uh, receptions, which which were just gutting. They got it again. You gotta you gotta make sure that this team that does not have very many um, uh, uh, weapons to throw the ball to. They got Lucky Jackson, four receptions, 89 yards on seven targets. I mean, the the guy, the guy should not, he should not be catching the ball. 
He should not be catching the ball, and they just gave it to him for a, a long of 36. was brutal. Again, averaging 22.3 yards, 89 yards on four targets. That's tough. Anyway, defense did good jobs uh, getting them to fumble. Got uh, got Jordan uh, Tamu to fumble. Um, Raquel Armistead fumbled two plays in a row where he had the ball. That was good. Um, they just did. They ended up not not winning the turnover game because of the interceptions and the fumbles by the uh, by the Battle Hawks. So that's tough. Uh, but they, they, I mean, they did when they when that defense was playing well, man, they were. But whenever they went and kind of kind of soft stuff, whenever whenever it was third and long, and they were like, okay, we got to make sure they don't they don't catch the ball, they let them catch the ball. I mean, it was like they they went and played their they went to a, a defense that should be made to make sure that these guys can't get receptions, and they just they just did not do a good job executing. So that was that was that was a bummer. Game ended up ended up coming down to it. You never really felt like the Battlehawks were out of it, and that might have something to do with the fact that we've come had two come from behind wins. You can't you can't have a come from behind win if you're not if you're not coming from behind. Is what they that's what I always say. That's 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 what I always say. Is you can't can't come from behind if you're not behind, my dude. Anyway, that was tough. It was a tough loss. It was it was it was. You really, you really wish that things would have ended differently. Even on that last, that fourth and fifteen for that that uh, uh, pseudo onside kick, they only brought four people and they still got pressure and sacked them. Like <sighs> offensive line shit the bed, man. They did. It sucked. That was that was tough. That's what it kind of came down to. Now again, like I said, AJ McCarron got a little bit too big for his boots. Made some poor decisions. They, there's some crossing routes that were available on like third and uh, third and two, and he didn't see those, and it, it really ended up burning them. But what we did see is that when this offense is clicking, it can really fire well. Again, this is the third game. I am this this was the end of my warm up phase for this team. They've had their preseason games. They went two and one in their preseason games. I'm not going to be mad at that. I'm not going to be mad at being two and one in your preseason games. But now you know exactly what you are. You know exactly what you have. You've had a full game of Brian Hill being healthy until he bashed a guy, probably hurt his hand there. Um, you've seen you've seen what you have. You know what your weapons are. You need to make sure that you use the weapons that you have to be as successful as possible and don't throw the guy the ball to guys that don't know how to run without falling. So that's that's where this kind of goes. We got the we, we uh, ended up being 14 points off of turnovers. The uh, the 14 points that I'm I'm referring to is the or not 14, I guess 12. I'm not I can't remember what the extra points came to on these, but they had the, at least six points from that from that pick six, and then they should have had at least six more from the fumble. Uh, uh, on the goal line, so that's where I'm. That's where I'm coming up with. So let's not say 14 points. 14 points would be for NFL. That was a 12, that's 12 points right there. So you get those 12 points. We're talking about a, another Battlehawks win. We're talking three and zero. Coming home again. I brought this up earlier. It's hard to win three games in a row, especially when you're traveling from Washington the state to Washington D.C. That's the whole goddamn country that you're traveling. And they did have extra time because of the mini bye week, but didn't quite take advantage of that. Anyway, how long have I been going for? I think I've I think I've talked enough. Yeah, I'm at I'm at I'm at a little bit under a little bit under a half hour here. I've talked enough about all this. Anyway, your Battlehawks, your St. Louis Battlehawks, fall to two and one to the three and O DC Defenders. A game that they could have won if not for sloppy play and uh, a little bit of, a little bit of tiredness on defense, missing tackles and stuff like that. We'll be back uh, next shoot. When is that next game? It's next weekend. I know that. Is it the 12th? 
what day is the 12th? Is the 12th on Sunday? The 12th is on Sunday. It is the home opener at the Dome. Battlehawks will be there playing the Vipers, if I am uh, correct. I'm looking it up now. Um, it'll be their home opener. They said they opened up the top bowl, which is what you love to see. Uh, the Battlehawks are playing the Renegades. They, the Arlington slash Dallas Renegades will be at the Dome. Anyway, let's hope we can cope from this. Let's hope that uh, Brian Hill's not suspended for the next game or anything like that because he was good. I will talk to you guys on Wednesday with a uh, full recop. I have my awards that I'll give, my my caca of the week, my uh-uh of the week. Um, and let's see if we can't have some more fun with that. I'll watch the game again. I'll see what else happened, see what, see what kind of stuff we missed. But I'll talk to you all later. 